more true today than ever is the land grab in Florida. I felt if air didn't move when we move and be super aggressive, as you can see us opening stores, we're opening stores faster than anyone in this state. Because my core belief is if you're not doing the land grab and you're not being aggressive about opening retail, you'll be locked out of the state. From the PodConnect studios, high in the Rockies at the beautiful Beaver Creek Resort, it's the Raising Cannabis Capital Show. Today on Raising Cannabis Capital, we are joined by Jonathan Sandelman, the CEO of Air Wellness. Jonathan, welcome to the show. Well, thank you for having me today. Well, I'm glad you could stop by to give us an update. In the short time that we have today, I'd like to talk about your plans for 2022 and beyond. But before we do, let's do a quick update where you are today. For our listeners that aren't familiar with Air Wellness, one of the largest multi-state operators in the industry right now, and through acquisitions and organic growth, you're one of the leading contenders in this national brand race. What states are you currently operating in? We're currently operating in Massachusetts, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Ohio, Florida, Arizona, Nevada. Did I, did I count eight there already? Eight. Eight oh states. My, oh my gosh. When we were doing the research, I think I, you were at seven. One of the things I found really compelling about you and your approach to running a corporation like this is that you had this mantra, if we say we're going to do it, we're going to do it. How important is that? to have your culture within your organization to know that that there's pressure. We say we're going to do it. We're going to do it. Well, I love that you brought up the word culture. It's funny, uh, in our management meeting this morning, I actually challenged my management team to talk about our competitors and pick another company who strives culture is the hidden asset on their balance sheets. Yeah. It's only about culture there. It's only about talent. It's creating an environment where people feel secure to come and do their best work. Look, I'm a strong vision guy. I say what I do. I do what I say. And my goal has always been to have the 2,500 members of our team at the Air Company all pulling their oars in the same direction for an excellent outcome. I think that's so important. Like, if we say we're going to do something, we're obligated to do it. There's a lot of integrity in that statement. And when things get bad, if they know that's what the plan is, then you just stick to the plan and make sure that it gets done. You've done a great job absorbing your acquisitions and making them more profitable. At what point do you intend to convert everything into one brand? So we said on our last earnings call that it is now time for AIR to do exactly that. And you will see that process begin in the fourth quarter of this year and continue into next year. Now, please understand, in the beginning when I created and founded this company, I had a limited amount of capital. Mm -hmm. And I had two choices in my mind. A, by the best in class operators in each state we decided to enter, or B, by less states and great operators and spend the money on changing the signage. And since I had to make that choice, it had to be a capital allocation because of the limited amount of capital I had. What I chose is 
these assets will get scarce, especially the best operators. And so I put all of our shareholder capital into doing just that. Air is in a very different position today. We're a much larger company with much greater access to capital. And so now we can do both. We can buy best-in-class operators and unify the brand. Interesting that you said that, though, because you talked a little bit like a startup person, like a right-out-of-the-gate entrepreneur, because that's the approach that entrepreneurs have to take. I only have this many resources. It's not unlimited. But you do what you got to do, and and you're in the midst of a land grab, it feels like. And if the opportunities are there, you have to take advantage of them and then, and then you know come back and and backfill as you move down the road. I, I think one of the questions that always comes to mind when I'm talking with somebody that does a lot of acquisitions is at what point or is there a point where you have to slow down and digest the acquisitions? So I, I don't know if you know that Air started as a SPAC and in the original company, I bought five different operating mm-hmm. companies. When I was done with that, I looked around to see what our competitors were doing. And I thought the market was very overheated. And again, I come from a Wall Street background. I was a markets guy. I was an operator. I was a finance person. So I understood something that the market seemed to be missing at that time, which is a very simple concept that all your listeners know. And that is markets are cyclical. They don't move from the left quadrant to the right quadrant without correcting and pausing. So I saw this over-aggressiveness in terms of their acquisition strategies and leveraging up their balance sheets. And I didn't think that would end well. I bought my five companies. I paused for 13 months, taking a lot of heat, why I wasn't being more aggressive. But during that 13 months, I didn't sit. I asked my team to build up their talent pool to build their SOPs and technology, I felt very strongly the market would correct and assets would get cheaper. And I said to my management team, let's be ready. <laughs> let the technology be ready. Let the headcount be ready. Let the systems and the SOPs ready. And so when that time came, what you witnessed is how aggressive we've become. Yeah. And we can do it for one very important reason. We have the team, we have the talent, we have the SOPs, but most importantly, the day we close each acquisition, that new company is on our tech stack. We have total control. We don't run legacy systems. There's one operational stack at air. We have complete transparency into all of our businesses. And that's key. You don't want to build tall buildings on weak foundations. That's awesome. And a perfect example of that is your Liberty acquisition. I just saw how much more profitable you made that organization. Following your SOPs and, and your approach to business, you really discovered a lot of hidden value in that acquisition. Liberty is an asset that's very near and dear to my heart. For two years, I I chased that asset. And over two years, for various reasons, it didn't work out. And then when I thought the time was right, what I became increasingly concerned with, and I think this is more true today than ever, is the land grab in Florida. 
I felt if air didn't move when we moved and be super aggressive, as you can see us opening stores, we're opening stores faster than anyone in this state. Because my core belief is if you're not doing the land grab and you're not being aggressive about opening retail, you'll be locked out of the state. What do I mean? I frankly do not think that every municipality will have 10 cannabis stores in it. So in our view, each municipality will have a limited number of stores. Mm -hmm. And if you're not in them today, you're likely to be locked out forever. Wow. That's the land grab you were talking about. And that's what we're seeing in the state. Under the heading of say what we do, do what we say, you have some pretty aggressive projections for 2022. In the limited time, maybe you can give our listeners you know, some idea as to how you intend to hit your projections through either organic growth or acquisitions. Just give us a, just an overview if possible. Well, AIR is in a very unique position. Six out of our eight states, maybe seven, will do over $100 million apiece. I, I read that. This is a company that had tremendous operational leverage. There hasn't been a single acquisition we've made that was a very efficient business. That's the upside. If investors solely look at the multiples that I'm paying without realizing with our SOPs, our talent, our know-how, our systems, that we've been able to improve every company we've bought. To me, the effect of multiple is so much more discounted than the headline number. We buy companies that are in our states that are not vertically integrated. They buy from a third party. Now they buy from us. That's accretive. That's not in the headline number. And so there's a tremendous amount of operational leverage. As we take over these companies, we improve their sales per square foot, we improve their manufacturing process, and most important, we improve the cultivation because at air, everything starts with the plant. What we say, it's not the box, it's what's inside the box. And you may have heard me say, our aspiration is to be the largest quality cultivator in the marketplace. Quality always wins. And you seem like you're on the right track right now. And for investors that are listening, we'll have all of Air Wellness's information in the show notes, including their stock symbols and links to their website. So I'm sure if you want more information, somebody from Jonathan's team will be there to answer it. And provided you're up for it, John, I'd love to have you back on a few more times because we just scratched the surface. There are so many questions that I didn't get to today, but I enjoyed our conversation and I look forward to having you on again. Well, that would be a pleasure. And I enjoyed it also. And th- there's more to tell. It's not always easy to do it in 10 minute sound bites. So I look forward to our next conversation. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Hey there, this is Cheryl Murray Powell Esquire, and I'm the host of the Terps in the City podcast. 
I am a cannabis agricultural dietary supplement and trade attorney. I'm also a hemp farmer, and I've been recently named to the list of High Times Magazine's top 100 influencers in cannabis. I'm inviting you to follow me along my journey as I move back to New York to support the adult use market there. You're going to get a chance to listen to conversations with some of my friends along the way. I look forward to seeing you at Terps in the City.